Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Dead center of the work week. Woo! Oh, it always feels good to get to this point, to summit the mountain, if you will. And to know that we're staring downhill toward the weekend. And while I am working a full week, my weekend or my weekend feeling, that weekend vibe, if I'm someone cool, I would use weekend vibes as a hashtag. That weekend vibe starts a little bit earlier. Now, I do have a bunch of cleaning to do before the weekend vibe begins. But on Thursday evening, I get to head to the airport and pick up Bob for his first visit to New Jersey in four months. So it's been a while, June, July, uh, yeah, about four months, a little over, actually not quite four, but it's been a while. It's been long enough, okay? I had to go to Houston twice in the middle of the summertime, and he told me that in his town on Tuesday, it's still 93 degrees. No, as in hell no. It will be in the 40s in my neighborhood when I get home in the morning, <laughs> So I much prefer the Four Seasons. Uh, Our friend Amy Trask sent me a text over the weekend. She said she didn't want to rub it in that they had glorious weather in Southern California over the weekend, but she guessed she just did. And she sent me the emoji with uh, the sunglasses, of course. Uh, I normally love the weather in the Northeast because I'm a big fan of the Four Seasons. I like the cold. I actually prefer the cold over the heat and the humidity. I love snow. I'm all about the the different seasons and the variety. But, man, the rain this summer has been a lot to deal with. I feel like I've moved to the, the Amazon rainforest. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us. Half hour from now, your chance to ask Amy anything. I see a bunch of questions coming in to Twitter, After Hours CBS, or our Facebook page. And you can just look for the bright orange box, even if you can't read or it takes too long to read the words, Ask Amy Anything. I know we have ADHD when it comes to social media. Just look for the bright orange very bright orange. I tried to convince someone recently that orange is therapeutic. And he said to me, orange is too in my face. It's too in your face. It's too bright. It's too gaudy. It's too... ah." It's a little loud. Well, I suppose that fits my personality just fine. (laughs) Maybe there's some hidden meaning there. Anyway, send your, your... Very favorite last-minute questions while you're scrambling, cobbling them together to either Twitter or Facebook. And if you're looking for all your wedding questions answered, 
Part one of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle is up on YouTube. It cracks me up. Some of the comments like this one. You just made me cry. You in your dress with Penny. (laughs) That was my mom's idea. That's not my idea. I don't know if it's going to work out. Uh, But some of you are. Yeah, you're making me laugh. I appreciate the congratulations. Ronald says, with much love from my Italian family to yours in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's sweet. Since my mom's whole side of the family is from Northeastern Ohio. Actually, we just lost a very close family friend on, I think he passed away over the weekend, but we didn't find out until yesterday. We shared a driveway with him in my grandparents' town. And I just remember climbing his mulberry tree when I was a kid. I was always, we were always running around. We were in uh, the Youngstown area running around with his kids. And so we kind of grew up together as families. Uh, and it's it's so sad to know when you get older, it's one of those hard things, right? Not only do you lose people, but people that you love lose people. Um, so it's 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 a hard thing to do. But my brother is there. He drove in last night and will attend the the services and represent our family. Uh, because of work, I, I couldn't go. My heart is definitely there. And so anytime I hear from people in, in Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Northeast Ohio, it makes me happy because it feels like home. So thank you for that. Some of you are just grouchy. <laughs> like, I don't know what this means. But some dude wrote on the... On the video, Amy getting married at age 109. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't need that's. I mean, if you want to insult me, I suppose there are ways to do it. If you want to call me old, but 109, I'm not even sure what. <laughs> get that number from. I don't know. And he says, marvelous, but why? Why are you getting married at age 109? Well, I suppose if I truly was age 109, then yeah, that might be a legit question. There's got to be a deeper meaning behind that number. <laughs> oh, people just trying to insult me. It just pfft, doesn't matter. Really, honestly, does not matter even a little bit Oddly to me. specific. There is absolutely no way that you can steal my joy now. Just trust me. There's there's no way that you can do it. You could try, but you cannot. Uh, so Twitter, Facebook, send your questions for Ask Amy, but wedding questions up with our latest YouTube video. Our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of joy, we know that Terry Francona has found so much joy in the game of baseball. He's a lifer. He truly is a lifer. He has represented baseball in multiple cities. His own journey started back in, I think it was with the Phillies. And his dad obviously was in baseball for a long time. So he was around clubhouses and around major league teams when he was young. Uh, Then he went through Boston and got his... World Series validation, right? Multiple times there with the Red Sox. Um, Finally moved on to Cleveland where he took a young ragtag band of the youngest players in baseball and they won a division title last season. But not just that, went to the World Series. He was was managing when they went to the World Series, right? And lost to the Cubs in 2016, 2016. Man, what a year for championships in 2016. That was the year that the Falcons blew the lead in the Super Bowl to the Patriots. That was also the year, also in Houston, by the way, that Christian Jenkins hit the buzzer beater uh, for Villanova to beat North Carolina. I was at that championship game in college basketball. And then later in the year, we got one of the best World Series in recent memory where the, was it, the, the Cleveland Indians were up three games to one? Was it 3-1? 
Or were the Cubs up? Shoot, why is that bothering me? No, the Cleveland Indians were up three games to one, if I remember correctly. The Cubs came back and tied it. I think I have that. I wonder if I have it yes. backwards. Okay. The the Cubs came back and tied it. And in game seven, they had a rain delay. And they then they went into extra innings. And the Cubs rallied to win. Right? Got that exactly Okay. Right. And yeah. that was also the year they beat the Mets in the NLCS, correct? Mm. The no. Cubs beat the. I thought no, the, the Cubs Mets beat the Cubs the year before. Oh, the year the before. NLCS, that's right, and went to the World in the Series. Wild yeah, wild card game that next year. Gotcha. Okay. So anyway, it was an incredible year for championship rounds and championship sports. And Terry Francona, he's always had a knack for getting the best out of his players. He's been through so much, though. His physical body, mentally, he's been through a lot. The way they treated him, his exit in Boston, and I know he's made some personal choices that also affected him too. I'm not saying this is all on the teams, but he's devoted his life. Essentially baseball is his first love and ultimately one of his only loves. It's his primary love of his life and he's pursued it. And now he's gotten to the point where he's decided it's time. He was a recent guest on the Starkville podcast where he's finally opening up about the fact that yes, he is walking away from the game, but why now? It just seems like a good time. And, you know, not many people in this game are able to leave on their own. You know, usually there's somebody else making the decision for them. That's why when I talked to Chris and Cherney about this for the last month, I told him, I said, hey, man, don't tiptoe around me. You know, go enjoy finding the next guy. I mean, you guys aren't firing me. I've loved my time here. (laughs) And, I mean, I have cherished it. And I want them to enjoy going and finding the next guy because I want them to be successful here. He tried to keep a lid on it for a long time. He tried to keep it to himself so that it wasn't the primary story with the Guardians this season. Uh, I apologize if I call them the Indians before. Well, they were the Indians when they went to the World Series, right? Um, And he's had multiple health scares and even has had to leave the team going back in 20 and 21. He's got a shoulder replacement surgery that comes up after the season. So no doubt he's tired and his physical body is beaten up a little bit, but I can imagine he's still wistful about it. I can imagine that it's been hard for him. And they asked him on the Starkville podcast. This is uh, by the way, my friend, Jason Stark, a previous network, we were fast friends, and he's been on the show here to just admire his work so much, and he's got a great rapport with Francona for years now, and so whenever Terry is on his show, and actually, I've seen Joe Madden on his show a bunch too, so he just has a way of getting the meat uh, of these conversations out there into podcast form, and Francona has kind of been dancing around this for a while, but finally wanted to get it out there. There's a reason that there's been a lot of hints. Um, I don't think it's ever supposed to be about the manager, but I don't want to ever fib to people when they ask me stuff. But the real, the real truth to it is, is I think it's the best way to be fair to the organization. Like, so they can start to figure out what they want to do without having the burden of me in, out, in, out. I've been real honest with my bosses and so they can start to their process to find the next guy. That's kind of why we did it the way we did it. He is the longest tenured manager in Cleveland history. 11 years. 
he's been there with the Indians slash Guardians, and that's the longest in franchise history, though he is now retiring. And he said it was really hard for him to even come to terms with the R word, and that for the longest stretch and the longest period, he he didn't even want to say the word because it was kind of scary. From about June until I talked to Chris and Cherney, probably middle of August, yeah, it was hard. I was really wrestling with it, and it was kind of making me mad because <laughs> it was consuming a lot of my thoughts, and that's not a healthy thing, especially for a manager. And then once I came to the decision, like, hey, I got to talk to these guys, I felt back to being myself. So I knew it was the right thing. I just, it took some time to get there. And I think that's probably only realistic. You know, when you've done something so long, you don't want to make a decision overnight. But it's it's a good time. Um, I never want to overstay or stay for the wrong reasons. You may remember going back to late August. This is before they even got into the stretch run. He dropped kind of the bomb, and producer Jay found it in a post. It was a post-game press conference that, or was it a, I can't remember exactly where you found I think it. it was Sirius XM MLB. Oh, okay, Just, that's yeah. right. You were you were kind of perusing, right. and you found it, and you brought it to my attention and said, I'm pretty sure he just said he's retiring, or at least that he's considering it. That's what he's hinting at. And he did. He, he said at that point that he had spoken to Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff, who's the management uh, there for the Guardians, about what the future looked like. And again, a lot of his physical maladies, his health challenges, those have been... Um, those have been front and center the last couple of years. He is a future Hall of Famer, no doubt, as a manager because of the World Series that he's won, the others that he's been to. And he says, I've been pretty clear with people. It's not that I want it to be the center of attention, but I also want to be honest. He's got two World Series rings. He's got three Manager of the Year awards. Uh, he's already the winningest in Cleveland franchise history. And so there's that as well. But to me, the biggest impact with Terry is the number of players and coaches, the number of other baseball lifers uh, that have been either under him and worked with him, that he's kind of pushed out elsewhere as his managing or coaching tree, but also the players who are so dedicated to him and would tell you that Terry had a major impact and influence on their time in the big leagues. Uh, he invests in people. That's what I love about Terry Francona. He invests in people. And part of the price that he's paid for giving his all to the game is that it's taken a lot from him, a lot that he can never get back. But he wouldn't trade it. And this is a man who was all in, heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears. And for that reason, not only was he successful, but he impacted the lives of countless big leaguers and coaches. On Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page too, a little bit later, Terry weighs in on Brooks Robinson, as well as some of the Baltimore uh, Orioles too, after he passed away on Tuesday. Coming up, a conversation with a 19-year-old Johns Hopkins college football player. But that's not why we're talking to him. He has developed what he believes is a piece of equipment that will prevent concussions before they impact the brains and the minds and the heads of football players and other athletes and impact sports. Unique story. Carter Hogg, straight ahead here after hours with Amy Lawrence. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. About a month ago, I was approached by a PR rep who was working with a college student. That caught my eye right away. 19-year-old Carter Hogg is a sophomore defensive back at Johns Hopkins. So he's in the midst of his football season right now. But he has a bigger purpose and right now a greater vision than just playing football. He's actually developed a product called Gator Skin. That's a shell used under helmets to protect full contact and extreme sports athletes. And after going through testing, he and the lab results are indicating that it goes a long way toward preventing head injuries in contact sports. And so when the PR rep reached out to me, it took us a while to organize an opportunity around his schedule and around ours, but I had a chance to catch up with Carter on Tuesday afternoon. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Again, the product is called Gator Skin. And Carter, I'd love to know the reaction to this point as you try to get the word out there for more and more football players and athletes. It's been a very, very positive reaction thus far, I think. So many people have been touched by concussions in some way, whether it be directly having suffered one or they had a close family member deal with concussions and continue to have uh, ongoing issues with them. So anything new that's going to help get rid of concussions and help prevent them from happening has just everyone's looking for that. And thankfully, we were able to come up with something that is able to help protect players against concussions and uh, a lot of people are really interested in it at this point. It's really just getting that awareness out there for people so that they can understand what the product does and how it functions, how it's different from all these uh, other alternatives on the market um, and how unique it is in that regard. And how do you do that considering that it is such an enormous undertaking? First and foremost, in terms of just media, we've been speaking to as, as many different folks as possible, trying to, spread the word as much as we can. Um, and there's also uh, many different marketing aspects to it in terms of 
um, direct marketing that we're going to be doing to really get people familiar with the product and the inner workings of the product and why it is so familiar, uh, so why it's so important for people to have the Gator skin uh, as a part of their everyday sports equipment uh, for all these different helmeted sports. Those are the main ways, and uh, it's also just as we get athletes in it, uh, that's naturally going to raise more awareness. Other people are going to see those athletes in it and wonder, well, what are they wearing? What does that do for them? And that's going to just continue to prof- proliferate throughout uh, sports. How does it work, this invention of yours that is designed not just to keep athletes safer, but to reduce the concussion risk altogether? Yeah, so the way the gator skin works is anytime you take a hit to the head, um, there's obviously a certain amount of energy and force associated with, with that hit. And what gator skin does is, for one, similar to how helmets function, it dissipates that energy and reduces that force. Um, but for another, and what's unique to gator skin is it actively resists the motion of the skull because the root cause of concussions is not the hit to the head, but rather the secondary internal impact between the skull and the brain. And that's just simply because the brain floats around inside your skull, suspended right. within fluid. You could you could compare it to a passenger in a car. If you slam the brakes on, you're going to get thrown forward in your seat. Uh, we can't put seatbelts on our brain, so the brain is just going to hit up against the skull. So what the gator skin does is it resists that motion of the skull so that that internal collision is either entirely avoided or it is lessened so that it's not as dangerous and it's not as damaging to the brain as otherwise would be if you were not wearing the gator skin. How that functions is due to the gator skin actively hardening upon impact, and it essentially turns from a soft and flexible wearable that's very similar to a balaclava to something that essentially resembles a neck brace in terms of its function upon impact because it's going to become that rigid... uh, wearable and really give you that added support that you need. And I know that there's been testing done. The Virginia Tech Lab is one place that I've read about, but you're also wearing it as a college football player yourself. What does it feel like when you have it on? Past the first couple moments of wearing it, just getting used to the fact that I'm someone who didn't used to wear a ball club beforehand. It's obviously something that's going to be a much easier transition for people who do wear ball clubs or shysties. Uh, already. Um, Past that, it's something you don't really notice that much. And when you take the hit, as opposed to taking the hit without the gator skin, I'd say there's there's an absence of the usual feelings and uh, different pains associated with certain levels of hits. And Mm. I've had numerous such collisions this season where I know from past experiences with the same helmet, the same shoulder pads and everything like that, that I definitely would have been in that amount of pain, maybe not a serious injury in any way, but nevertheless, something I don't want to have to experience on the football field. And wearing the gator skin, I was able to get up as if nothing happened from an injury perspective and just play freely, basically, for these three games that I've played so far. Carter Hogg is with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio. He's a sophomore defensive back on the Johns Hopkins football team and is also the CEO and founder of Gator Tech, which is introducing this product called the Gator Skin that is designed to reduce the concussions uh, as opposed to just treat them after the fact. So, Carter, where did this idea come from? The 
precipice came with my brother. He unfortunately suffered a career-ending concussion his junior year of college. Uh, he was playing in what was essentially their conference championship game, and he suffered a hit to the head uh, on the side of his head, actually. Um, and you can't remember the game at all. The uh. only way of recalling that moment, and they won that game and clinched the championship, uh, the only way of him recalling that is a photo he has of him celebrating with the rest of the team. He has no memory of any of those events. And unfortunately, uh, past just the normal symptoms of the concussion that a lot of people are aware with the headaches and the blurred vision, he had a significantly deeper effect into his uh, body. And it took him essentially up until a couple months ago, uh, so almost two years, to just recover and get back to where he was before that hit. And there's still some things that are never going to go away from a, a health issues perspective. And seeing him go through that was very, very difficult and really motivated me to just see if I could add something to concussions and see if I could address the issue in any new way. So I used some of the free time that I had to research concussions and came up with a, a flexible neck brace that turned into the gator skin uh, after I, I did some workshops that I brought it to my dad, who's a very experienced entrepreneur and inventor, and we kind of workshopped it from there and eventually engaged a design firm to build a prototype and tested it and confirmed that it worked. And that's kind of where we are now. With the, We built the company and we're getting things going. Definitely a family legacy, and I'd love to ask you about that coming up. But I want to ask about the testing. What types of testing has it been through so that you can see the impact or, I guess, the way that it lessens impact? All the testing we did thus far and this fall season with the start of our pilot program, we're actually getting the, the on-field data. But the testing that we have thus far is laboratory testing. If you can imagine, it's essentially like a crash test dummy head wow. that you're hitting with um, a pendulum. And you're measuring the accelerations with the linear, which is just the straight line accelerations, and the rotational accelerations of the head. And there's... So much research out there that has shown that these two acceleration values are the best predictors of your chances of, uh, of suffering a concussion on any given hit. And most football helmets these days have built-in accelerometers so that you can measure those uh, data from an actual in-game perspective and correlate it to who suffered concussions from which types of hits. And you've essentially mirrored all of the different models that have been developed uh, within this topic to the data that we collected hitting the gator skin versus not hitting the gator skin to show its ability to drastically reduce the risk of concussion. Any pushback? Initially, whenever we bring this up to people, there's a certain level of resistance to believe that it could be functional because there's so many other attempted products that don't do what they say that they do. Right. But when we do show these people the data and all the research that we did, and we have the in-depth discussions with them about how it functions and what our data is showing, uh, that resistance goes away. And it's, it's been really wonderful to have those different experiences to be able to show people uh, what the Gators can be capable of. 
Carter Hogg is with us here on After Hours. He's a football player, Johns Hopkins, a DB who obviously uh, has to tackle a lot and feels that contact, but also is an inventor of the Gator Skin, which is designed to be able to protect uh, athletes in full contact in extreme sports. It's not just for football then, right, Carter? You're talking about uh, impact that can be felt elsewhere in the sports world. Yeah, so the Gator Skin is designed currently to function with any helmeted sporting system, football, hockey, lacrosse, even skiing, equestrian, anything that you can think of that has a helmet, you can wear a gator skin underneath it and it's going to drastically improve the performance of that helmet and reduce your risk of concussion. You mentioned your dad and reading about you, you know, your grandfather too. How much did the family legacy of being a creator and inventor influence you in this process? really, really meaningful because ever since I was a little kid, um, seeing my dad invent so many different things, um, be it uh, the credit card company, which he founded, uh, which has a couple of different things like the nameless gift card that's used today or QR codes uh, that you're able to scan for payment that you might use at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> um, it, it really instilled in me a, a certain approach to trying to solve to- uh, problems because Instead of trying to build on existing solutions, he's really ingrained in me and my brother the concept of bringing a a white sheet approach and just starting from scratch and seeing if you can come at it from an angle of something that might not exist in any way in the world today and seeing if you can make that thing become a reality. What are you studying at Johns Hopkins? I'm studying economics and mathematics. (laughs) I think there's a, a lot of different skills that I can apply to many different facets of business, and that's the reason why I chose those two majors. How in the world do you balance playing football, college football, which can be all-consuming, with coming up with your own invention and testing it and having a a board of advisors that works with you? Where in the world do you come up with the time, Carter? (laughs) Uh, I don't have a lot of free time, let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) What about the reaction just at Johns Hopkins from your own peers and your own teammates? Yeah, it's been amazing. My teammates have been so supportive, and I really appreciate them for just the overwhelming support that they've shown. And uh, I can't ask for a better group of teammates. Hmm. Well, now that you've gotten through the testing and you feel like it's, there's been a positive reception, what is the next big hurdle for you? At this point, it's just a matter of starting to get the gator skins uh, on as, as many different people as possible, um, start increasing our sales, and really – let the gator skin go to work and start protecting people in all these different sports. Hmm. What does it mean to you to have people like those that you have got on your board of advisors, people who are willing to work with you because they believe in you and believe in, in what you've created? Yeah, it's amazing. And I think we're all working towards the common goal of just trying to do some really some true good with this product. It's something that obviously from a business perspective is wonderful, but, it has that secondary benefit of being able to help people. And I think we're all just on board with trying to get that done and accomplish that goal. I'm not sure how much time you have to watch the NFL or even other college football, but there was really no way that people could miss what happened with Tua Tango-Valoa last year uh, with the Dolphins and the multiple concussions. And in one case, being on national TV to the point where he is lying there prone on a field and his fingers are rigid and he can't open up his hands. I mean, it was jarring to see. It was obviously scary. What's your reaction? 
it's truly sad because I, I know so many people personally that have gone through similar things and it's just robbing that player of the opportunity to perform to the best of their ability and to show the world their talents. I'm, I'm happy to is back on the field. Uh, he's playing really well this season. It, it's a terrible thing that unfortunately is pervasive currently. It, it's something that doesn't just go away. You might be able to return to play, but there's going to be lingering issues from that hit that will stay with you for the rest of your life. And, that's why preventing those concussions in the first place is so important. Why do you play football? I, I truly love the sport. I love the, the team, uh, everything from the, the game itself and the schematics of it. I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to football. It's a great thing to go out and play, and it's, it's a nice level of physicality that you can't really get in a, any other way. There has certainly been more of a discussion at the youth level about football, playing football, and the impact it can have on kiddos, but not just that soccer, too. We hear about extreme concussions at times in the game of soccer, or you mentioned hockey. How often do you hear the conversation, or maybe people talk about how they don't want their kids to play football, or even young people who aren't willing to play football for that reason? I hear it all the time, and I finished up my high school in Texas, but for the most part, I lived in New York, and the amount of people within even my class that stopped playing after one season of football due to fear of injury and concussions being a major one of those, it was drastic to the point that the team was just declining in numbers year after year after year in New York. And a lot of that's the players, a lot of that's the parents, and that's one of our major goals is to instill those parents and those players with the confidence to be able to play a sport that is so wonderful and gives you so many different life lessons and wonderful experiences, not having the fear of that injury and knowing that you're protected to the best of your ability is something that we're really trying to stress. Mm. I love that your drive and your your initiative comes from a love for family and a love for football, as opposed to a desire to be an inventor like your your dad or your grandfather or be rich with some incredible invention. Your passion comes from the two things that you love, which I think is incredible. Really appreciate that. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Carter Hogg, a 19-year-old college football player at Johns Hopkins, a defensive back who in his spare time, when he's not pursuing his degree, is not only developed but is now promoting what's called gator skin, a shell that's used under helmets to protect athletes in full contact and extreme sports. It's great to connect with you. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. I'd love to reach out again and, and as you get your breakthroughs and, and see how it's going. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. It's been amazing. Carter Hogg, and the website is gatorskin.com, G-H-R, gatorskin.com. And I love that his drive to help prevent concussions with this piece of equipment starts with his brother. It's a family legacy to be a creator and inventor, but it's because of his brother that this became a passion and a drive of his. So make sure you check out the website. We'll share it on our social media coming up later on Wednesday. Straight ahead, it's a truncated version, but ask Amy anything. You are listening to the After Hours. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hours podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Time to ask Amy anything. Sort of. I kind of realize on this edition of the Hump Show, we've done very little football. Whew, it's like a mental break. A breath of fresh air. But we'll get back to it. We've talked far too much Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey um, than I deemed necessary, but it just kind of grown a life of its own. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We have a video version of Ask Amy Anything now on our YouTube. Many of you are finding it. The numbers are, wow, they are escalating quickly. So, yes, you are clearly very interested in the wedding, except for the one lady who posted, people get married every day. What's the big deal? (laughs) That's my favorite reply so far. It's only a big deal to me, and I don't get married. I don't get married every day. These are non-wedding Ask Amy Anything questions coming from Twitter and Facebook, and producer Jay's got them. All right, so it might be a little bit of a lie. So I'm going to start with one a little bit related. Are you kidding? Okay, not not really wedding related. Just kind of. Let's go. Got to start here. This one's from Karen, who wants to know who's going to rule the future household: Penny, (laughs) Sugar, or Bob's dog. Bob's dog is named Daisy. It's not going to be her. She's pretty timid, though she is pretty crazy. I still think it's going to be Penny. She's the biggest. She weighs 70 pounds. She can't hear, so she just now goes wherever she wants. We even take into account who's around. Sugar and Penny have become BFFs. Sugar's kind of clinging to Penny now. And Sugar is the cat version of Daisy. They're both pretty high maintenance and high strung. So I am hoping that... Penny has the same calming influence on Daisy that she has had on Sugar, but it might take a while. Honestly, I think it's going to be me because I'm the one who'll be feeding them. (laughs) No, it'll be Penny. She's the biggest and she's the calmest. She's kind of the central focal point of the entire house. I would put my money on Penny. You would? Yeah, definitely. All right, next comes from Lisa who wants to know what shows, if any, are you currently streaming? Oh, well, I am currently streaming the second season of Mandalorian because I need to watch it before I watch Ahsoka. That's what my friend Kevin Kugler, fellow Star Wars nerd, told me. I also have yet to get into the season, the fourth season of Tom Clancy. Well, Tom Clancy's uh, Jack Ryan, excuse me, with John Krasinski. Uh, I've been saving it for a special occasion. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Uh, I'm streaming Fire Country, which is on Paramount+. Plus. And also, of course, try to think, what, what's the, oh, shoot, um, I'm way behind on this, but it's uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. 
yes. which is now done. It's off the air, but I'm I'm pretty far behind. But I do love that series as well. Nice. This one comes from Academy Theater, who asked, "Do you have a favorite Dolly Parton tune?" <gasps> Nine to five. Nine to five, baby. My gosh, I used to have that one on vinyl. I'm not kidding. That was when I was a kid. My mom let me have it on vinyl. And so I used to play it over and over and over again. As if I knew what working nine to five meant. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll keep it music here. This one's from Paul. And this is based just because we heard that Usher is going to be the new halftime show. Yes. So Paul wants to know, what are a few or one of your favorite Super Bowl halftime shows of all time? Oh, gosh. Well, I love JT and, and Janet Jackson. I know that was going way back, but I really did enjoy that halftime show. I loved Lady Gaga. I was there in Houston when Lady Gaga performed. And I gotta say last was it last year with Dr. Dre? Two years ago. I'm sorry, two years ago. Oh shoot, I even forgot who was like oh Rihanna yeah, was last year. I love Dr. Dre and his entourage and the people that he had. He was so unbelievably cool. I yeah, that was one of my favorites too more recently. We'll keep it with cool and legendary here. This one comes from Gary who wants to know have you ever seen Miguel Cabrera play in person? Not in person, no, but have enjoyed watching his career and his career arc and how he attacks the baseball. He knocks the cover off the baseball, if you will. All right, this one was so random, Oh, but I put it in there because right. it was the randomness of it. Let's go. Kelly wants to know, what's your favorite Olympic sport, summer or winter? You mean my favorite Olympic games? Yeah, your Olympic games. Okay. No, no, no. Your favorite, I guess, g game within like summer, not is it do you like summer or winter better? What's your favorite like individual in each of them? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, my mom and I always watched figure skating when I was a kid. So I'll say in the winter sports, figure skating and then speed skating. We really enjoyed watching. Uh, loved it. We were captivated by it. Um, I would say now I really enjoy hockey at the winter games. Summer Olympics were probably always my favorite for a variety of reasons. Gymnastics. We always watch the Pixies. Uh, now they're famous, right? But swimming. Loved swimming. The first, what is it, week or week and a half of the games uh, is about swimming. And those were always my favorite sports to watch were the swimming. Ex not just, not the long distance ones, though I did love Janet Evans when I was a kid. Um, but definitely the sprints. Oh, and, and Michael Phelps and his impact. But even going back before him, there were some greats. Just, yeah, really enjoyed swimming always. Still, still love it. Next comes from David, who asks, do you believe in miracles? Of course. Of course I do. I mean, it's a miracle that Bob and I connected across, gosh, how many state lines? 1,700 miles apart. My mom had to move to Texas and then go to the same church as him. He only moved into the church three years ago, and that's how I met him. I mean, all of these incredible pieces had to fall into place. I do not believe in coincidence. I do not believe in accident. I don't believe in random. It was absolutely a miracle. We call it our collision course. <laughs> it was a collision course that, that was put into motion over a decade ago when my mom moved to Houston. Nice. All right, this one comes from Clarence, and Bob might want to listen up for this one. He wants to know, what's your ultimate romantic dinner? Ugh. Or he phrases it, your ultimate romantic dinner will consist of. Okay, I love seafood, so anything to do with a lobster or a salmon or crab or even a, you know shrimp, anything like that. But if you're asking me the romantic setting, I would say candlelight. Big fan of candlelight and twinkle lights. So whether it's candles or twinkle lights, that's actually going to be part of what we have for our reception. I know, sneak peek there. But anything to do with candlelight, it makes me happy. That that aura, that ambiance is, is joy for me.
All right, last one here before rapid fire. Sue wants to know, what's your favorite cookie to bake? And that's a little tease for the wedding video if you go check it Ooh, out. Oh, that is. Uh, my favorite cookie to bake? Well, it's it's a little more intense, but I do love to make the island cookies. And also Jay's favorite, the double chocolate brownie yes. cookies. Oh, it smells so good. so good. All right, let's end with rapid fire. Walmart or Target? Walmart. Scavenger hunt or escape room? Oh, I love both of those, but I'll go scavy hunt. Movie night or game night? Movie night. Mini golf or bowling? Bowling. Oven or grill? Grill, although I use the oven more often. Making the bed or folding clothes? <laughs> As in, which one do I like better? Uh, I fold down the covers of the bed. I actually don't make it, so I'll say folding clothes. Morning jog or evening walk? Evening walk. Cowabunga or yabba dabba do? Yabba dabba do! <laughs> Thanks for all your questions. You guys rock. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.